I'm going to talk about three things this morning. Death, hope, and the priest's mission to bring hope uh, to our world. And I'm going to do that talking through three scriptural images of what a priest needs to be. That he needs to be a spiritual father, that he needs to be the bridegroom, and that he needs to be an apostle. Now, before I say anything else, uh, just it's a great pleasure to have the living guys here with us. Um, it's always good to, it reminds us, among other things, about what we're really here for. You're here thinking about the priesthood. It reminds us we are here about the priesthood. Um, so I'm going to particularly in my sermon this morning focus on the thought of the priesthood. I want to start with an opening anecdote. Um, when I was a pastor, I can remember one occasion visiting a family and in particular in the conversation I had with them, uh, the young mother, and you know, she seemed to have everything going for her. She, she had what seemed nice children, a nice husband. Uh, she was young, she was healthy, she was a su successful professional woman. But then in conversation she said, I hope there's no heaven. It would be awful to just think of this life going on and on. I hope there's no heaven. It would be awful to think of this life going on and on. Now she clearly had no hope. She was clearly filled with despair. The hope is that joyful expectation, that looking forward to the good that is promised and moving towards it. Whereas despair looks ahead with no expectation of hope. And there are many in our society who have lost hope, who have no hope. And our mission as priests and future priests is, among other things, to give them the reasons to have hope. Now in November, we're in the month we traditionally think of the dead and think of them with hope. In our second reading, we heard St. Paul tell us to grieve, but to grieve with hope. Don't grieve like those who have no hope. That hope makes a difference to how you grieve. In our gospel text, we had the image of the, the bridegroom who is coming and the virgins, us, who need to be ready for his coming. That there is a message of hope, that there is a destiny to which humanity, especially the church, is heading. That we don't know when that wedding will be, where it will be, but we do know who it will be. We know who is coming, it's Christ. Now, the priest's mission in getting the bride ready, I'm going to talk that through with three images, spending most of my time on the first. The priest is spiritual father, as bridegroom, and apostle. Now, first, as father, as a spiritual father. Now, if we think of the, one of the traditional, in a traditional society, kind of images of what the father does with the bride, 
father is the one who presents the bride to the bridegroom. He, he walks the bride down the aisle. He places the bridegroom's hand, the, the bride's hand, into the bridegroom. And that's just a symbol of a whole life of the father getting the bride ready for the bridegroom. That he does that through many years. His, his raising her, raising the little girl to become a woman. Teaching her by primarily his example, his living manhood, showing her what a man that she might one day want is like. And if he's done his job right, the girl becomes a woman, the bride is ready for the bridegroom. And spiritually, the bridegroom is Christ, and the bride is the church. And the wedding feast is heaven, and the mass that we're at right now is an anticipation of that wedding feast. And the priest, as father, is to get the bride ready for the groom, to get the church ready to meet the Lord. Does the bride even want the groom? In our society today, many have just either forgotten or never heard really of of the bridegroom. The priest's role in getting the bride ready for the groom involves telling the world about the bridegroom. Telling the world about this, this man who came once and said he's going to come again. This man who came and was not like other, man, other men. That he did things that other men don't do. He gave sight to the blind. He gave hearing to the deaf. You want to meet this man. He taught in a way that others have never taught before. That when, when he spoke, the crowd said, no one has ever spoken like this man. They were astonished. He spoke with authority. You want to meet this man. And his very presence demanded a response. He called people. That when he met um, Peter and John by the side of the lake shore in Galilee, they were busy. They were, they were busy with their nets. But his very, the power of his presence was such that when he came to them and he said, follow me, they put down what they were doing and followed him. Matthew was busy at the tax house, counting his money. But the Lord came to him in the, the very power of his presence. He said, follow me. And Matthew just put down his money, got up, and followed him. You want to meet this man. Ultimately, they killed him. He said they would kill him. And he said he would rise again. And he did die. He did rise. You want to meet this man. And he's coming. The bridegroom is coming. And he loves you. He wants you as his bride. And the priest, as the father, needs to be getting the bride ready for that encounter.
that includes telling people what the bridegroom is, what he did, but also what he promised he will do. It says in scriptures, he promised, I will make all things new. There will be a new creation. So people like that woman who just said, well, it's awful to think of life just going on and on. Well, if we know there's going to be a new creation, that everything that is wrong will be put right, that those good things he did long ago were just a foretaste of the complete transformation he will do, then we should be yearning for his coming. So the father, the priestless father, is to get the bride ready for the groom. More briefly, the priest, another image of him, is the bridegroom himself. So I said his father, he's getting the bride ready for the bridegroom, but he's also, because the priest is configured to Christ, is a sharer in Christ's role, the priest also is the bridegroom, shares as bridegroom of the bride. John Paul the Great, in particular, reminded the church of this image um, in Pastoris Dabba Vobis, um, reawakening in the church an awareness of this kind of patristic and ancient image. How do I get the bride ready for the bridegroom? By imaging to the bride what the bridegroom is like. I am to love her. I am to show her what the bridegroom's love means. So why am I celibate as a priest? Because I already have a wife, and that wife is the church. To apply St. Paul's words, I am a man of one wife, and that wife is the church. That celibacy isn't just about some kind of practical necessity to give us time to serve the people. It's about that configuring, that union with the Lord Jesus. He is the bridegroom in union with him, I too, and the bridegroom loving the people. And I prepare the bride to meet the bridegroom by modeling what the bridegroom, his love is for his bride. last image, most briefly, the priest is apostle. An apostle is one who is sent, sent to our world, sent to the people of our day, sent with a message of hope, sent to a world where many have lost hope, and it's our mission to bring them hope, to tell the world about the bridegroom, to tell the world about the one who is to come, and to show the world what the love of the bridegroom looks like, all of which makes us apostles of hope. So in conclusion, November, we think of the dead with hope. Our second reading, we grieve with hope. The gospel text, we await the bridegroom. And our priestly mission is to prepare the bride for the coming of the bridegroom.
as a father presents the bride by being an image of the bridegroom himself and as an apostle bringing hope to our world.